0: My perpetual bear was having fun terrorizing the chickens at night. Each night she, and I am going with a female here, would enter the chicken yard while the hens were sleeping on their roosts. Mind you, they were also closed inside the coop. The door the bear had torn the adornments off of was screwed shut with a two-by-four. Clever. While they were being hunted by a big bear, they were safe. Welcome to the Accidental Farm Podcast. I am your host, farm girl, or Dana, in case you're new here. And if you are, this is a daily podcast, every Monday through Friday. Episodes are about five minutes long. That's it. It's a great podcast for busy people who don't have a lot of time, but really need an escape from their own daily modern lives. Also, If this is your first episode, there are 66 others that help paint a picture of this very special place. Thanks for tuning in from your homes, your cars, your offices all across the United States, and in nine other countries. I try to keep a revolving roster of six hens. That's my number. That's more eggs than we can eat some for my neighbor to sell to his friends, and a good number to give to my own egg-loving friends. At this point, I was down to two hens. One very old but sprightly Araucana hen left over from an earlier group, and one light-colored Rhode Island red. When the bear fiasco was over, I told myself, I would restock. In the meantime, the two hens hunkered down. Every few days... The coop bore a new mark. Every few days, I added a new layer. Eye lights that mimic wildlife eyes in the dark. The bear didn't care. Motion-activated strobe lights with a siren that did not seem to face the bear. I, on the other hand, got caught in the motion sensor a few times, forgetting it was there, and jumped about three feet each time, screaming out each time it happened. I screwed horizontal wooden planks across each of the four windows. And, of course, all of the chicken feed was removed from the area. I would feed the hens in the morning, outside the coop only. I also called the government wildlife department to find out what my options were. None of them were ideal, and to be honest, I can't even think of an ideal scenario other than the bear going somewhere else. Preferably somewhere it was happy, but not at my farm. The options presented to me by Bob, who is a bear specialist, were as follows If the bear is threatening or eating livestock, like chickens, I could shoot it. (laughs) No, thank you. I don't even own a gun, and I laugh to think of shooting it with the recreational bow and arrow that we have around. It wasn't even an option, although I had plenty of neighbors who offered to take care of it for me. I asked about removing the bear. I had heard stories about that and how the bears would just return no matter how far away they were taken. Bob confirmed that they would come and remove the bear if it came into my house. (laughs) I laughed so hard at this. I mean, if it entered my house, can you imagine? Uh, A bear holed up in my pantry gorging itself on wheat thins and granola? I was really glad we had not reached that level of bear. At least, not yet. I go to the coop pretty early in the morning, sometimes in my pajamas. During this time, I would get halfway to the coop and have to go back to the house to get my drill so that I could open the door. Then, drill in hand, I would unscrew the doors every day. and went like this for weeks. And one day, I opened the coop, and it was empty. What? Where are the ladies? I looked around. Black feathers everywhere. Uh Uh-oh, no sign of either hen. I was in routine mode, trudging to the coop from the house after only a few sips of coffee. I didn't even notice. I did not see it. But when I did, my jaw hit the ground. The bear had mounted herself atop an empty feed bin on the outside of the coop and had pulled out the entire window, jam and all. It left a gaping hole in the side of the coop that the bear hoisted herself through, ate the chickens, and got back out. Thank goodness the bear was not still in there when I unscrewed the door. I was aghast. No chickens. Poor ladies. As I was reviewing the evidence, the light brown Rhode Island Red came running to me from her hiding spot in the woods, and we looked at the carnage together. The building itself and her only friend destroyed. I was torn between being sad and happy, devastated by the attack and the loss, but so happy one girl survived. There's more bear story. There's always more. It's just like that sometimes, you know. You think you are past a rough patch and another one pops up. You think you have a problem solved and then a new one arises. You want to lose it, but you have to keep your wits together. Life on the accidental farm, and as my good friend tells me all the time, life is an accidental farm. Isn't yours.